you have found the Backcountry and Barbell Podcast. Today's episode, gang, is brought to you by prlifting.com. Guys, check them out. The providers of quality fitness gear, especially to those in the Pacific Northwest. Guys, take advantage of their free shipping options to those folks who live on the I-5 corridor between Everett and Portland. I know that's a small chunk of the world, but guys... In that small chunk of the world, you can call up Anthony and the gang at PR Lifting will find a way to get you free shipping on the smallest or largest of orders. I myself have taken advantage of that option with as little as a kettlebell and super band. So check that out, guys. PR Lifting, Anthony, guys are wonderful to work with. And the guys who run the place actually answer the phone, which is really cool, especially nowadays. Also, guys, a big mission, and, and Anthony Gang at Peerlifting actually supported this by donating a really cool bumper plate and uh, Olympic weightlifting barbell to the Send of It auction. Guys, the Send of It auction recently raised over $100,000 to support soldiers as they um, help help soldiers, um, whether they're dealing with injuries, um, whether they're dealing with wounds, whether they're dealing with the psychological aspects of returning to life um, post post tour uh, they get them off into the wilderness to get them to unwind and enjoy a slower placed life um, and experience uh, the right kind of adventure um, head on over to send hyphen a hyphen vet.org click the ways to donate button and i'm sure you will figure out what to do next also guys support the show by just heading on over to the website backcountryandbarbells.com um, click our partner page to learn more about PR lifting and Cinevet. Uh click about the show to learn more about Jeremy and myself and if you don't know what podcasting is uh, go to the start here page and I'm sure you'll get some more information the other thing you guys can do please uh, review the show share the show subscribe to the show rate the show however you're listening and if a buddy kind of turned you on to the show, but you listen to podcasts on a on a different platform, and, and we're not on it. We want to know, and we can only know that if you head on over to the contact page and email us, and um, we'll get set up. Um, we got this far. We can go a little bit further for you, and we'd like to do that. Go. So, also, guys, you know, we recently talked with Jason Phelps, and we have some really cool interviews down the line. But if there's somebody or a topic that you'd like us to get into, we're ready to do it. Um, we are here to serve. And um, remember, the mission of the show is to get you through backcountry and barbells to train, hunt, and live the best life possible. And for us to give you the best podcast possible, uh, we need a little bit of interaction. So uh, do that. And we'll get going. Thanks a bunch. Hope you enjoy the show. And until then, train, hunt, and live the best life possible. Howdy, gang. Back country and barbells doing it right again, Jeremy. Um, Jeremy Day, Joe Shamanic. Um, Jeremy fired up uh, two recordings in a row. No hang-ups as we start. Zero. The, the, uh, as we start the technology, which is really nice. Yeah, and I'm not a technology guy, so I'm over here just, you know, hitting buttons and hoping something works, and then it works, and then I'm like, what buttons did I hit? That's right. So, <laughs> Am I logged into the right app or the website? Yeah, or this and that, and what do you got to do here? But um, yeah, it's like with technology, we love it until it doesn't work, right? You know, as, you know, with our kids, we love them no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. but, but with these damn computers, it's just like, eh, 
it can we can it, it's a it walks a fine line right so interesting stuff but um no fire up to hang out with you guys today and um again bring you um tips and tricks that keep us fit and um get us in the woods so we can uh you know fill tag and and put meat on the table uh that's the big goal here on the show so ho- hopefully we can do something in that regard to get you going um i want jeremy i pulled up a quote that might might be a fun one to to discuss um not not to date the recording you know we're banking some content to get this going but um some cool legislation was passed actually i don't know if you're following um they're they're, they're passing uh, it wasn't passed but in the senate they, they got some stuff going through that will um ensure funding of public lands for for uh, it won't be something that has to be voted on but they're still working some things out so but um you know when i think of public lands and how that started i always think of teddy roosevelt and he, he's got a cool quote, and he's got a lot of cool ones and big, big girthy quotes, you know, big girthy man. But uh, I think a really simple one is uh, do what you can with what you have where you are, right? And I, th- I think that that's simple and eloquent, and um, it kind of uh, will hopefully get anyone started on something uh, when, when, when things are hard because you can't do more than what you where, – where you're already sitting, right? So – um, right, and that's kind of the basis of our whole um, this whole podcast. That's right. As I sip my water, um, <laughs> and when I think about that, I would think about yesterday, and I'll even think about our last recording where we tapped on this idea of um, mental toughness. Uh-huh. Right. So even building on that, and, and, and building on this quote uh, yesterday, um, doing heavy squats and presses and pulls with a head cold. You ever do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've worked out with the whole the cold, you know, where you're doing a lot of physical activity and you, you're like that pressure that builds up and you're just uh, like, yeah. I mean, it really wears down on your mental toughness, right? Because it's like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do anything that exerts myself because I feel like my head's going to pop. Um, but you know, when you get done, you're like, shit, that wasn't so bad. You know, we did it. So, um, you know, I'm glad and, I did, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and even when you are kind of under the weather and you, you pump through a workout or a session or, or you do do your thing, I think, um, you know, understanding a little bit of you're a little fatigued should also set your expectations for the workout a bit as well, right? So rather than blow through it or if you're on some sort of linear progression and you have numbers that you want to hit that day, you know, maybe you have to taper that back a bit and just some days rather than hitting a specific number, some days it's just about getting the work in. So, um, you know, rather than focus on some grand image of what your workout should be or, or who you are that day, maybe um, just be what, you know, do what you can with what you have where you are. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think I think as we kind of chat today, that's going to be my, uh, my, my motivating thought, right, to get people started because that's the thought, right? How do folks start this journey into anything new, whether it's a new training program or um, – a new style of hunting or uh, a new method of take. Um, you know, I, th- I think the general theme is uh, starting something new. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think with our podcast, it's it's going to be geared towards the guys that are just getting into it and, and even the guys that are still into it. But you have that mental block of, well, so how do I do this? Mm-hmm. And so when you have that, you kind of procrastination, procrastination kicks in, right? Because sure. you're thinking, my goodness. I don't know what to do here. And then you start Googling and then in technology again, you, you, you Google something. There's so much freaking information in there. Sometimes it's overloading. And then you go to a friend and you ask them and you know, it's kind of hard to find quite a, you know, people that hunt. And, um, 
So yeah, well I that think, puts uh, me exactly where I was last year. You know what I mean? Uh, new new state, new ideas. Um, I had left Vermont, and my buddy's like, "Hey, I think you'd be into this archery thing. You should give it a try." And I'm like, "Oh, you should have told me that two years ago when we were hunting together." <laughs> you know, <laughs> why'd you wait till I drove across country to Washington where I don't have any buddies? You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> you know, well, does that funny. mean? Does that you know? You know what I mean? So. Um, Interesting stuff, um, but I, I think he said that because in the times that we spent in the woods together, I was as I was impressed with the terrain and being out there as anything else. And um, just you know, my my thing too is getting close to the wildlife and, and experiencing it. I think that that's neat. But um, um, so so yeah, no, that is it's it's a super daunting thing um, to start anything new. Um, but too when, when you brought up the google search i, I think of something um uh, paralysis by analysis right you end up thinking about something so much and trying to build the idea so much into your head and 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 trying to build the perfect start to something that oftentimes folks don't do anything right they overthink it right that's right so we're gonna try and take that out for you you know so uh so know this we're not two thinkers <laughs> <laughs> In this podcast, you know, we put a lot, of, we put thought into it, but um, there's definitely a lot more doing at the front end of this than thinking. So, um, uh, hopefully, today um, we can give you some some actionable ways to get into something um, new in that regard. So, um, we're fired up to do that, man. Yeah, and I think you know, it's the physical aspect of hunting is huge, right? You got to stay in shape. We've talked about this in the last podcast sure. it helps you with your mental toughness it helps you with everything so my question joe is if a guy you know we all have to budget right mm. so when you start uh, start hunting it's an expensive thing to get into so you have to cut things out right you got to start cutting the fat and present it to the wife because you're going to have to say hey honey we're going to pull out 600 800 000, whatever dollars yeah, for, to for a raincoat for a raincoat. I mean, that's what it is nowadays. And we'll talk on, on more on gear, how you could do it a little more reasonably. But yeah, you, you can spend a lot of freaking money. But um, so like with me and my family, we decided to pull our gym membership because that was $150 a month. Sure. So then we're able to save money and put it elsewhere with the kids. I got a kid in college and one getting ready to go in college. So you have to budget. So Joe, I think a guy could pull his gym membership and start a gym at home. And what, what do you think a first good little starter gym would be like? Or you know, and, and I love that idea that you do that because, um, we're all so busy now, especially guys who like us who work full time, have kids and carting their kids around. And then you want to pick up this crazy habit of hunting, you know, by pulling your gym membership for one and beginning to train at home. I think that's an unbelievable idea because you, Y'all, y'all, y'all of a sudden get more training time and I, and, and you get it, you get it because you're not in the car getting to the gym. You're not worrying about dropping the kid off at the, the daycare in the gym or, or whatever you, you know, all the, you know, big globo gyms and going to a gym membership or even a CrossFit box are great. But man, the inconvenience of that travel is just a pain in the butt. You know, for example, you know, I'm in the gym training every day at five in the morning. Um, and I wake up at four fifty. You know what I mean? So I get right downstairs and I go. So I think anybody who's like really into training and, and whether you use a, um, a big box gym or some sort of a gym as something, I think that's fine. But even if you're still going to keep your gym membership, um, you have to 
you should have some way to get a workout in at home. Because even like what we're currently going under, I mean, weren't you under, you were under snow for how many days? We were trapped in the house for five days because yeah. our driveway's steep. And then we got um, 16 inches of snow in two days, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which we never get snow over here, right? The most I've seen in, in Washington, and I live outside of Gig Harbor, Washington, yeah. the most we've ever seen is probably, I, I want to say eight inches or so, four, well, six years ago, but... Yeah, it was, a, it, was yeah a, it was pretty brutal. Pretty wild. And you're right. Storm. We were stuck at home. Yeah. So so it, so if you're stuck at home and you have something to do, if you if you, you don't you don't lose your base because there's some aspects of training. You know, certain things linger for a long time. You know, skill acquisition. If you build the skill, like for example, you've been you've been pulling a bow back for for how long? Getting X amount of reps. You know, every season. You know, you've built some muscle memory and you know how to do it. You know, you might be rusty, but you'll pick it up quick and. Um, certain things like strength linger, like, um, you know, I was playing football, I, was, I bench pressed a lot. So, you know, I have a lot of upper body strength. So even if I don't, um, even if I don't hit a pressing protocol for a while, I'll get that back. And because I've had it, um, I'll have the ability to, to get it quicker than someone who's never had it. But there's other things like, um, you know, like, uh, endurance and, you know, your, uh, your, your cardio capacity and, and there's things, your pain tolerance, lactic thresholds, some of those things, you know, if, if you don't train for one to three days, you lose them, right? So a five-day miss could, could really affect you at, at the wrong time in particular. So, um, man, I love the idea of everybody training at home, and I think everybody needs to have something. So um, first off, I love the I don't have a gym membership anymore. Um, I do everything at home because... I have to train so early because if I don't train in the morning, I don't get it. Um, yeah. But two, the, con- the convenience is is unbelievable of having some kind of spot at home. And I and and Joe, I think even having a spot at home kind of teaches the your younger generation, your kids, oh, yeah. to the the importance of staying fit. And they see it, and they see their parents doing it, and you kind of groom them. Because I know with Titus, we'll be working out, and he'll be like can I come in and work out with you? And you'll get the three pound dumbbells and he'll do this. And it's good quality time because we're sitting here working out together and he's having a good time. And, um, but yeah, it just creates a, a good, um, a good habit for the family. Well, I'll tell you something even better than that. So there's, um, there's some good work and I don't know the exact study. Um, but I mean, I was, uh, here's get this. So it's not only, so, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So we, not only do we have the home set, well, we don't even park the cars in the garage anymore. Um, the setup is the setup. Um, it's just full of fitness equipment and the kids' sports stuff. I mean, our it's a giant locker room, right, our, our garage. But um, um, the, the, the important thing there, it's not even, so we scatter the stuff around, and the kids just think of, you know, kettlebells and dumbbells and, and we have a rope in the garage. It's just play for them, which is cool. But even more important than that, um, the, the kids perceive their own fitness more as higher if they see, if they perceive their parents as fit, if that makes any sense. So Titus, because he sees dad training, if Titus perceives dad, Jeremy, as, oh man, my dad's really strong. My dad's really fit. Well, Titus, Titus's belief in himself will be that he's also strong and fit. So, man, I'm I again, and that's just one more reason I can I can make we can we can talk down yeah. all day about this because <laughs> spend the, a whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, the the thought is that you know your kids, they need it. You know, you can't prioritize kids are 
kids, you know, you give 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 kids credit because they're perceptive and and they they'll cut through the bullshit really quick. You can't just tell your kids to be fit. Um, I really believe that if if you want fitness to be a priority in your kid's life um, or them to be into sports and stuff, you have to let them see that you make it a priority. And, um, you know, like you talked about Titus training with you like yesterday, all, all these snow days we've had, I've had my daughter in the gym with me. She she comes down the garage and she's like, can I train? I'm like, yeah. So yesterday, for example, while I'm doing my little routine, um, we even have a gymnastics bar in the garage where Charlie can do some of her gymnastics work. But uh, I had Lucy and Charlie set up where they were doing like five push-ups, then they did five box jumps, and then they went over to the bar, and I set it up where they could do whatever they wanted on the bar and play. And for about 30 minutes, I'm coaching them up on jumping and pushing, and they're going and playing in the bar, and we're laughing and giggling. Um, man, I'll, I'll, I think everybody should do it, especially if you have kids, especially if you have a time budget. Um, man, the home gym is legit. You need to do it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling it hard, brother. There you are selling it hard. <laughs> so what would a guy, I mean, he doesn't have much money to start out with, you know. Sure. You, I'm sure it's taken over time to get accumulate all the stuff you have, oh, and yeah. you got a bunch of great stuff there, and I'm slowly accumulating here. Um, sure. So what would a guy, what, what would be the one or three things that he would need in that gym, or even five things? Yeah, I would say start small. Like you said, um, the home gym that we have set up was it started as like a weightlifting gym. Um, cause I wanted to train weightlifting, um, at home, um, uh, Olympic weightlifting. So snatch clean and jerk was a big deal for me. So, um, when I had started the accumulation of my gear, I needed, um, I wanted to get, um, I had a squat rack, a barbell and some plates, but, um, to be honest, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that for, I was doing that with some specifics in mind. Um, and again, again, over the five years I've accumulated quite a bit of gear, but, I would tell anybody starting now, especially if they were starting a budget, um, some th- something to do pull-ups on. Um, and my recommendation would be, you know, you can get some interesting doorway pull-up bars that, that can do some things for you, but they're interesting. I, I would say, um, like like anything else, you kind of get what you pay for. So you do also want to get, get decent stuff. So the pull-up bar that I use is... Um, and you can get them from lots of places, um, but I use one from Rogue Fitness, which is just one mounted right into the, right into the studs of my ceiling. I put it right into the ceiling, and I can do a lot on it, and that ain't going nowhere. So I would say get a get get the best pull up bar you can afford, um, and and just like, you know, just like your your bow, you know, the components on these things matter. You're gonna bang it around, do some stuff. So this stuff by Rogue Fitness is heavy duty. It's you know, it's steel. Um, it's, it's powder coated and ain't going nowhere. Um, I've had this pull up bar. It was the, f- I bought it for my wife. She wanted a pull up bar cause when we were into CrossFit, she wanted to do pull ups. That was the start of the home gym was that pull up bar. Um, we mounted that in the garage and to be honest, it, it looks like it did the first day. So, uh, the best pull up bar you can afford is what you need to get. And, uh, Rogue Fitness is one place to go, uh, places like Sornex. I think, I think out here, um, in Washington, there's a cool outfit called PR Fitness out of, um, Everett, Washington, um, that, that, um, will, um, let me see, you know, as I pull up, you talk about the Google machine. I think they have this sort of equipment, you know, a lot of these places now with the advent of CrossFit, um, the kind of rigging systems you have and, um, and the competitive and the competition between these companies to to supply the at home um, trainer, 
there's great options for you. So let me. Well, let yeah, me... And, it, and it brings the price down too, because before yeah. it when it was just rolling out, starting to get popular, <clears throat> and there wasn't as many options. People were, you know, you'd spend two hundred bucks on say something like that, and as time goes on, more people do it, it and com- competition comes in. Then now you can probably get it for fifty to seventy-five. I don't know what they're selling them for, but yeah, um, I'm looking around. I mean, everything's <clears throat> super competitive. I mean, you can talk about this in terms of barbells. You know, um, years ago, I mean, if you wanted a really good weightlifting barbell, I mean, you would have to get like an Aleco. You're paying for Swedish steel, right? And I mean, some of these co- some of these competition bars are going to be for a good training bar. That that's you know, the weightlifting bar is interesting. It has to have a certain amount of whip and spin to it because it has to do some things. So a good training bar is going to be, you know, 12, 15 years ago, you're paying 600 bucks to that. And then if you want a competition set up, that's a $1,200 barbell. Um, now, because of Rogue Fitness, I mean, you can legitimately, well, may, not just Rogue Fitness. I would say it's probably because of CrossFit and just getting it competitive. And now there's so many suppliers. But, I mean, you really can get a decent barbell for under 300 bucks, um, and it'll last forever. So right now I, I lift on... I lift on a um, um, uh, MD USA. They're not in. They're not. Um, they're not around anymore. But uh, Glenn Pendeley is, and it, th- those were his barbells for a while. He, he's doing something different now. But um, you know that barbell still as good as the day I got it, and that was that was a three hundred dollar training bar. So yeah, I, I think competition in anything makes it all better. Right, I agree. So yeah, no, no, and again. <laughs> We're down the gear rabbit hole. I, I I can't wait till we start talking bows, right? We're just going to run with it, right? We went from what you should get cheap to, you know, $1,200 barbells really quick, right? So, so you need <laughs> yeah. to know what the hell you're going to go because you go on these websites and, and dang it, you know what I mean? Um, uh, you, you can go down a rabbit hole. But, uh, you know, to, to the to – the, to the starting point though, a hundred percent, uh, a really good, a really good, um, a really good pull up bar is the way to go because, you know, even with that good pull up bar, as you do begin to build your gym, you can mount things like, um, racks to it, or you can put, um, rings on it and you can do all kinds of stuff. Um, and, and for example, um, I was talking about PR fitness out here in Washington. Um, you can get a, you can get a basic, um, steel, uh, wall-mounted pull-up bar that you can throw in the ceiling for for 89 bucks and i'm going to tell you right now you'll only spend that 89 dollars one time and um it'll last forever and you'll do a million (laughs) pull-ups so so and and that's going to be pretty standard so uh, i'd go that route because if you spend the 20 dollars on one that you're just going to throw in a door frame you're going to do some stupid shit on it. <laughs> you know, I've seen, <laughs> yeah. I've seen people kipping on those things and they come loose or, you know, the ones that kind of wedge into the doors as you start putting some torque on it. You know, for example, I did a pull-up set the other day where, you know, I was doing pull-ups with a 70 pound kettlebell. You know what I mean? As you start to build strength and do certain things, you don't know where you're going to go, but with the right pull-up bar, you can do anything. Yeah. And I, I have the one that goes over the door and I can't use it. A, it's not wide enough for me because my uh, broad shoulders, and B, it, I'm six foot tall, so I have to bend my knees, and it <laughs> yeah. just doesn't. It's awkward, right? Yeah, it's, it's extremely awkward, and and like you said, it's not super stable. So yeah. when I go down, there's a little bit of. I mean, it just does not feel right. Yeah, I mean, my pull-up bar might as well be part of the garage. I mean, it's into the studs. Um, it ain't going nowhere. I'll let you. You come to the house next time, and uh, I'll let you crank on that thing, and you'll see, it ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I know. That's one thing I need to get is the 
pull-up bar. Yeah, and like I said, this PR Fitness one is cool. A lot of times these places can... And here's what's cool about PR Fitness, not to throw them some business, especially if you're between Everett and Portland, you should check them out. But um, they make a run from Everett to Portland um, every two weeks. So um, they'll give free shipping to anyone who's on I-5. Like when, when I got <laughs> some stuff for Christmas for the wife, um, they dropped it off on my doorstep um, for uh, free shipping. Um, and, and that's pretty rare in this space. Um, I know some places will have some deals around Christmas, but, um, um, the shipping is what can really grab you. Um, and, and for, for folks who are local to that area. And I bet you, um, wherever you are, there is a local provider somewhere near you, um, where you can probably make a, you know, a one to three hour run there and pick some stuff up even. So, um, so check that out. Um, so, uh, so, so get the pull-up bar. Um, the other thing I, I would suggest anybody get, and we mentioned it a little bit in in what, um, I, rather than start with things like barbells and kettle, uh, excuse me, barbells and plates, because that can be pretty expensive. If you really start on a budget, I would get a kettlebell. Um, if if you start with a thirty-five pound kettlebell, it's something you and your wife can uh, probably use. Um, if if you can really. If you can get two kettlebells, I would say, and you're thinking about the whole family training, I might think about getting a 26 and a 53, um, something like that. Um, but but I love kettlebells. You can do an unbelievable amount of work on a kettlebell, and um, they're super versatile. They're super fun, and if you are training at home a lot and you're doing it on a budget with less equipment, the cool thing about a kettlebell is um, – the exercise variations are endless. Have you ever have you ever swung one, Jeremy? You, you know, I have one? not. I don't. Um, I need to get some, but I just bought the uh, barbell set, so I got a bunch of free weights. Oh, cool! And, and a bench. That's that was this year's purchase. So, well, I love that you say that because um, even in that regard, if you do go bigger. Um, in terms of like your your foundational piece of resistance training, right? Like, if you're if you're thinking about going into this with the idea of I'm going to build strength, um, the best way to do it would be some sort of a free weight. Now, um, I recommend the kettlebell up front, but um, my first purchase was barbells and plates. I th- I think you need to go that route um, rather than some sort of a crazy machine setup because I think I've so like I said before, you're going to get bored on it and the more the more complicated it is, just like our Google searches, um, the the more something can come up that's going to bust it up, and then then it's going to be laid up, and then all of a sudden this high dollar piece of um, machinery now is you know collecting dust, and no one's using it, and you're mad at it, and it becomes an eyesore. So you know, things, and they're gargantuan, and they're huge. That's right. So that's the other thing. You know, your garage has to or if you're probably doing this in the garage or the corner of the basement, you know, um, these things are generally space savers that can be kind of pushed aside, you know, and they last forever. Um, the weight set that I bought, um, the kettlebells that I have, they're made a, it's cast iron, you know, it ain't going nowhere. Um, so, so, so those sorts of purchases are, are, are really good. <coughs> Where did you get, what kind of, uh, so you got like a, um, what did you get for your garage? So, um, I got a, uh, originally I just built a box, a 16 inch tall box and made it, um, two steps on either side. That's eight and, um, eight and eight inches. So eight inch steps up. And then we had this 
um, barbell with 50 pounds on each side. And then honestly, we only had a five pound set of, um, dumbbells and a 10 pound and then a yoga ball. Nice. And that was what I started out with. And then, um, and then some medicine balls. And then we, this year around Christmas, I got a, a dumbbell set that's from, what is it? 10 pounds, the 30 pounds, and then a flat bench that can go incline, decline and blah, blah, blah. That's so, what I want a nice, uh, I have a, I have a pretty stout <clears throat> flat bench, but, it, and you know, if I want to get into an incline, I gotta, I gotta do the, the redneck incline where, I, <laughs> where I'll stack it on my, uh, you know, I'll stack it on some plates or some blocks or something, or I'll figure it out. But, um, we do that, but the adjustable incline's nice. Um, it yeah. is nice. That, that, and, and and I got it at Costco. So the bench was a hundred bucks and then the barbell set was two hundred bucks. Very cool. So for three hundred bucks I have a I have a good set and I can do anything and everything I need on those and um for my upper body and, and legs and stuff like that. So Well and too you and I like the idea that you said before even about the, the box that you built. Um some of that stuff if if you're handy um, you can build awesome stuff for your for your garage setup with with you know you need some skills and some tools obviously but if, if you have if you have some if you whatever gear you have to build you can get away with building a lot there's a um there's again a ton of tons of places you can go to to find uh, different different things that you want to build on a budget I had a guy there's a gentleman that you guys might want to check out. Um, end of three fitness this gentleman's name was um jared moon but he started his whole gig out in the beginning with um catering towards folks um building gym equipment like a squat rack um on a budget for example like his squat rack you can build it's like it's two it's two five gallon buckets full of cement and then you put um four by four posts in the cement uh, level them out and then you just notch out your squat rack where you want to put the barbell. So, um, there are innovative and creative ways to go. And I bet you, um, you know, guys who spend a lot of time in the woods, you know, um, they seem to be pretty innovative at times. Um, and if you can put that same innovation to, you know, looking around at what you currently have and what your current skill set allows you to build, you can also build a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, and when you were over here, what did we we used rounds from a tree that I downed. We oh, just yeah. rolled them up That's and right. used those for our step ups. Yeah, so hell, if you got nothing, you can get something. <laughs> you know, we <laughs> exactly. we did it. Yeah, that's right. You, me, and Dave, we went up there, and uh, you know, we were doing we were doing uh, jumps to the jumps to the logs, um, uh, burpees, and then uh, taking a couple taking a couple pulls on the bow and, and then we uh, were sprinting around the house. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, you know, in fact, a couple of those sets, I had to carry my daughter, right? She wasn't happy. So, <laughs> yeah, so, you, did. So she, so, you know, she didn't want to play with Titus no more. So, yeah, I mean, you can do nothing, right? I mean, so, um, uh, so, so yeah, the, the, the second thing is, you know, whatever, whatever resistance stuff, whatever kind of free weighty thing you can get on a budget, um, you should do it. Um, there's so much more to learn um, from resistance <clears throat> training through free weights and kettlebells than there is through machines. And I think machines serve their place. I think they're great in a rehab setting. They're great for, you know, but they're, they're, you, you lose a lot of the stability and you lose a lot of what you're, 
your muscles, kind of the, the, the finer working parts of, of what your system's supposed to do in terms of stabilization are lost when, you know, your bar path is set by, you know, coils and bands. So um, when, when you have to kind of firm up and dictate where the kettlebell or the barbell goes, you know, a lot of stuff can happen. So um, the other thing I would say in terms of like maybe a piece of cardio equipment, and again, we talked about this on the other one, is that damn jump rope. Um, I love it. You know, the other day uh, where I was at gymnastics practice and the women were giving me grief. They're like, man, Charlie can really, Charlie really knows how to compensate when she makes a mistake on the beam. She's got really good balance. And I'm like, yep. Um, but I didn't want to tell him the secret weapon. Um, I'm, <laughs> I make Charlie jump rope on one foot. You know what I mean? Um, that's it. And, and that damn jump rope, you know, it's turning her into a really good gymnast, that jump rope on a cold, wet, rainy day, you know, it, it's gotten me some cardio in the garage where I can just stand in place and, and, and spin really hard and, and not have to run down the street and worry if my kids are going to follow me and you know what I mean? So, um, and do something stupid in the road when I'm not looking. So, um, and again, it can travel with you. Um, I love a jump rope. So I, I think anybody, um, can start a home gym for, for dang near under 150 bucks. If you go, um, good pull up bar, um, moderate weighted kettlebell and a jump rope and, and again, endless workouts. That that's the route I'd go, Jeremy. Yeah, those are good. Um, and what kind of exercises, I mean, you have those three, I mean, jump rope, of course, but yeah. Some people just think, well, when I was a kid and I jump roped, I just stood there and two oh, feet yeah. next to me and spin. But, <laughs> uh, you know, my wife is a huge jump roper and always has been. As a matter of fact, I'm sitting here in the office yesterday doing some work, or maybe it was the day before, and I hear this doof, 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 doof. And she's up in our bedroom watching TV jump roping. Nice. <laughs> but I noticed she does, and, 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 and I've done it over the years too because watching her, but she does a whole bunch of different types of jumping through that whole exercise to not keep it so mundane and the same thing over and over. So So, I I start, I start folks off on a couple simple progressions. I I think everyone should work towards trying to get what, what I would call double under. And this is a, you know, uh, again, CrossFit makes these very popular, but a double under is where you spin that thing twice. You can do your basic skip. And the other thing that I'll do is I'll practice a lot of, um, um, I practice a lot of form run in my jump rope. So, um, you know, I, I prescribe to a method of running, um, you know, I'm a, a midfoot striker. I try not to strike with my heel and, um, that's kind of like the pose pose method of running. So I can practice that running stroke, um, with my jump rope where the thought is, you know, point your toe down, bring your heel to your ass and drive your knee forward. Um, and kind of kiss the ground with your heel after, um, after the, the, the midfoot strike so um, you can get into a lot of that but um, I would say anyone it wakes up a lot of athleticism and, and a lot of people can be super discouraged because ah it's just jumping rope I used to be able to do it as a kid now I can't um, you'll figure it out again um, a, a thing that I like to do uh, after you like get over the fact you know just start jumping for five minutes and force yourself to spin that damn rope is, is where I'd start um, but then after you do that um, as soon as you can I would I would begin getting comfortable with jumping on one leg, which is harder than you'd think. Um, so a simple setup that we'll do is, um, you know, 10 on the right, 10 on the left, nine on the right, nine on the left, all the way down to one and one where you're sort of running in place. Um, and, and honestly just playing little games like that, or, 
a simple setup that I'll do for my warm-up is I'll jump rope for five minutes, and every time I miss a skip, I'm going to drop and do 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, 10 squats. So even in that regard, you can get a ton in. It's it's something to break. It's It, it can build skill. It can build capacity. And it can just break the novelty in, in, of a workout and, 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 and bring some really cool different element into it. Um, I think, I think it's endless, man. Yeah. And, and, and with the jump rope, you can pace yourself too, right? You don't have to go 500 miles an hour. You can, you know, take your time, speed up. I mean, yeah, you can make it fun. Like you said, and I like the idea of you miss a, <clears throat> miss a step or whatever, and then you drop down and do something. I mean, I'd, I'd be like every 10 times that <laughs> rope went around, I'd screw up just so I could get a break. Yeah. You get better. You work it out. You know, and even in that regard, you can get into some weeds with some, you know, I need a good jump rope. I need this. Um, you know, they're, they're, it, it, the jump rope's like anything else. I mean, you can get some good stuff, and, and they have some with, with bearings in them that can do things, and some metallic handles of this, and that spins that. But uh, the basics are, are good, you know what I mean? So get one. Start spinning it. Let your kids see you do it. You'll have fun with it. And um, there's not anyone I know who wants a they don't start jumping. They don't start smiling even. You know what I mean? So um, it's fun to do, man. Do it. But it's like every, anything else that you do, right? When you first start doing it, it's it's kind of hard until you build that yeah, muscle it. memory like you're talking about. And then once you start pushing through it, and then you got to start working on a little bit of form, right? Because I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't really touch on is form when you do these particular exercises. Yeah. And, and and I have a story um, – when I was younger in high school playing football, my best friend, his brother owned a gym. Okay. Well, his sister-in-law was ranked number in the top five in the world as a bodybuilder. And her name was Nikki Fuller. And so here I was as a kid. I walked in there and I'm pushing up, you know, 225, 10 times, no problem. And, and she comes over and she goes, Jeremy, I want to work out with you. I want to teach you how to train properly. And I was like, okay. And so she goes, okay, your next set, I want you to come down slow. Then I want you to pop it up fast. But when you do that, I want you to concentrate, flex your pec muscles, and completely think about only your pec muscles. So I'm like, oh, no problem. So I do one, two, three. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. I could barely get up five. And it was because... Before, I just jumped on there, and I just started going for it, right? I was just sure. throwing it up. So I was using every muscle in my upper body, but then she taught me to isolate muscles. And then after that, it, it just – I started becoming quicker. I started being, you know, stronger and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean – Well, and there's all kinds of things in regarding your form. So I think maybe the last thing is, you know, I wouldn't suggest anybody just start the home gym without some sort of – some sort of knowledge base, like you should know, because you can get in the weeds pretty quick and get hurt, right? Um, you yeah. can really screw some things up. So, um, you know, my background with, with all the stuff that we have, um, I'm pretty confident that I'm not going to screw it up. Um, you know, I coach my wife, I coach my kids, you know, I've been coaching for a long time and um, I've taught with different, I've taught with different weightlifting groups and um, I've spent some time at the University of Hawaii in a strength and conditioning internship and worked in different gyms. So, uh, my background in terms of strength and conditioning is pretty extensive. So there's a lot of confidence in what I can get away with it. But with that, with that, with that background, there's enough knowledge of knowing what I should and shouldn't do in my setting. So, um, never been hurt at home. In fact, I've never, I've, n 
I don't think there's any glory in getting hurt while you're training. I actually think that that's ridiculous. If you, if your if your training protocol isn't supporting your exercise and you're always laid up because of your training, you're doing it really wrong. You should you should feel great after training. Not not to saying it shouldn't be hard and you shouldn't challenge yourself, but at the end of the day, after you've recovered, um, you should feel better than when you started. I mean that that's the whole point of it. So, uh, but that said, as, as as headstrong as I am about get your own home set up, you also probably need to have some resources available to you, whether that's a friend who can coach you up or if you can pop into a personal trainer here or there or someone can come to the house or, you know, even in, um, you know, I train a couple of folks remotely. You know, I have clients in South Carolina and Hawaii who who I train um, in weightlifting. Um, and and with, with technology, there's all kinds of options there. So, if you have no clue what to do, I would suggest maybe keeping it super simple. Um, and, you know, maybe it is just a jump rope to start. And in the meantime, you have to find some way to, to get some training or some coaching that, that can make sure that you are doing some things right. Because like you said, you know, there there's a time and a place to go into some eccentric loading. Like you said, that lowering phase, there's a time and a place to kind of go isometric where you're just all out putting effort into something and not moving at all and that you know kind of ollie bruce lee you know you know when he's sitting there just tensed up that that's an isometric contraction and then then there's times to get just focus on the concentric where you just are getting on it and going hard but you know um without the knowledge of when and where and why to do it um you can really swim upstream but you know if a little bit of with a little bit of know-how you can actually be super efficient in your workout and yield unbelievable results you know, I focus on strength, you know, two to three times a week. I'm in there for an hour and it lasts and it works and it keeps me healthy and strong and feeling great about myself um, rather than just, you know, beating my head against the wall and just trying to put the work in because sometimes the work's not enough. No, no. And I, and that's what I do. I only train, I train upper body one day for strength and lower body one day for strength. And then I jump, <clears throat> we also have a treadmill and, a, and, and, a, um, Oh gosh, dang it. An exercise bike. So spin bike. So I'll do the spin bike and then I'll do the treadmill or I'll just go outside and, and walk as much as I, you know, out there too, and then take a day off. So, well, and then here's also what the home gym does, you know, for us, you know, guys who are training with the thought of getting into the woods, um, you can get away with doing some goofy stuff that won't fly in a globo gym. Like for example, um, Jeremy, I bet you if you walked into your gym um, and your your muddy boots were in your pack and you pulled out your pack and strapped your uh, strapped your bow to it and decided you were going to mimic a hunt on that treadmill and start pounding up up the treadmill, they're going to kick you out in a second as soon as they start seeing <laughs> start seeing yeah. that compound come out. It's like who's this? What the f- bro? You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you can't bring a weapon in here. <laughs> Yeah, but at home it's yours. You could do especially in our region. Yeah, Yeah, like I said, the workout that we did, uh, where it was like you know we're 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 jumping, we're pushing, we're running around the house, and then we're shooting. You are not going to do that, you know, at Planet Fitness. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, so again, at home though, you can you can set those parameters. You can do those things, and and you can kind of you can marry a bunch of passions and and all funnel those into into that you they can all funnel together if you utilize your own resources at home 
Yeah, and like you said, it frees up a lot of time too. Yeah. I mean, for me to go to the gym, it, it would be a half hour there and a half hour home that I'm in the car. Yeah, especially where you live, right? I mean, everywhere's yeah. 25 minutes there. I Every mean. freaking thing. <laughs> So to go to the gym and then to the throw Titus in daycare and then he's sitting there and he has fun in daycare, but it's still like we're talking, it's good family fun. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, it, the daycare gyms are interesting. You know, I'll tell you right now, the person running that daycare gym is getting paid minimum wage. They don't care about your kids and they're not cleaning that place. So, um, not only are you going to get pro- probably substandard care for the kid, um, they don't, they don't care. And it's a Petri dish. To be perfectly honest, um, some of those some of those spots um, they're better at higher the the better the higher end the gym the better. But you know, for example, you know when I was training CrossFit and they used to let me bring my kids, you know it was a blessing, but it was also a pain in the ass. I mean, Mason was right there on the floor with me. You know, I put I bought this little octagon cage that I threw down, and you know when I'm coaching, he's there and he's all around it. So, you know. All facilities have different things, and um, the, the daycare for the kids can be super interesting. Um, but, man, and then how about this? Has it ever happened to you where you go to that gym to drop the kid off, and all of a sudden, um, you know, Susie Q, who gets paid a nickel an hour, she doesn't show up, so the daycare is closed? I mean, that oh, happens yeah. too, right? So, um, man, I just – there's certain things that I don't want to put in anyone else's control. You know what I mean? And um, – that's you know the care of the children and and my own training in that regard. If you know if I can check those two boxes and and that's mine, um, I'm doing pretty good. Well, and I think so. You, you have your child; they're high energy, and you say, "Hey, let's go work out." And they go, "I don't want to work out." And you say, "Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I'll throw on a TV show, and you can watch a TV show in here while I'm working out." And next thing you know, they're like, "Well, can I use the weights?" Yeah. Can I? Um, jump on the BOSU, can I, you know, and then all of a sudden they're getting active because they're seeing you doing it. Yeah. And and now it's not this every 40 or five minutes I'm coming in, hey, Dad, can we do this? Hey, Dad, hey, yeah. Dad. And it interrupts your, you know, your workout. You have him right there. You're watching TV. You could do your workout, and he's having a good time, and he's not really, I mean, it, it turns into good quality time. As much as you think it's going to be. 100% it does. And, and even in that regard, I'll remember when I first started coaching in CrossFit gyms with my son Mason, we had a little loft, and I used to try to acclimate him to the loft, and all he wanted to do is be down with all his friends. You know, he, he grew up in a damn gym. He wanted to be around his aunts and his uncles and his dad, and I'm, like, trying to funnel him <laughs> into this this loft with a television, and I'm like, okay, Mason, daddy's got a coach, you know. Watch Shrek for an hour. I'll, I'll be back, and there's a window. I can see him, and he's beating on the glass the whole time, and um, then I went the other way and I bought that little, um, mobile octagon cage and, you know, within six weeks you wouldn't, you'd be amazed at how acclimated he was. And it was really cool because, um, the classes I was teaching at the time, they knew my son was there and they were all about it. So everybody knew that during warmups, Mason was going to be running around with everybody. And, you know, you know, you talk about goat yoga. We had baby yoga and, you know, during our warmups where, you know, we're doing our stretching and our routine and Mason's crawling on people and throwing balls at them and having a good time. And then when barbells would come out, you know, um, one of the aunties there would, would set up the octagon, throw Mason in there. And I, you, you wouldn't believe me, but I ain't shitting you, Jeremy. Um, I had one class had like, you can imagine 15 people doing snatches. There's a workout called Isabel where it's 30 snatches for time. Um, and Mason's down taking a nap. 
<laughs> kids are resilient. They acclimate they to are. things. You know, so even if you go the other way and say, no, you know, you're going to train with daddy. I want you to try this. They'll do it and they'll get really good at it. You know, kids are amazing. And the other thing that we do at the gym and the home setup, <clears throat> make it family time. You know, I don't, I'm not the kid's concierge, you know, as, as much as we do hockey and we take the kids to gymnastics and we like to do things as a family. There are times where I don't do nothing for them. And I'm like, you know what? It's your kid time. You guys can be in the garage. You can play here, but you figure it out. And, you know, I'll walk away from them and they'll have their free play moment in with the stuff. And, um, you know, I'll walk in there and they'll have like a big exercise ball tied to the jump rope and they're swinging from it and throwing it at each other. And it's fun, you know? And, yeah. And every now and then someone falls and gets hurt and, you know, kids are anti-fragile and they're super resilient. And if you can match stress and with, if you can, if you can dose stress the right way with the kid and push them and guide them and keep them relatively safe and, um, the results are amazing, you know, and I can see it. My daughter, Charlie, I watch my son, Mason, kind of battling through hockey and what he's going through. And um, if anything, our kids can move, and, and, and part of it's from they see it. They know it's a priority for us. I mean, they come down every morning, one of them, and can we train? Hell yeah, you can. Let's get it. You know what I mean? So, Well, that's the beauty. The kids are curious, so they want to try it out too. Once they start trying it out, it kind of turns into a game for them. I mean, you, want, you, you can almost see it in their minds. Just yeah. this, they're smiling, they're having fun, and how do you do that? And one, well, yeah, do five on that leg and five on the other leg, like you're saying. And then they, now it turns into a challenge, and they have fun with it. That's it. So. And you find out a lot about them, you know what I mean? And um, I, and that's I, you know, I've done a lot of different things in the fitness industry, and you know, personal training, going to CrossFit games, um, working at the university, um, college football, coaching that. Like, I keep being drawn back to kids. Um, and it's a, it's a super, it's a, it's a passion of mine to, I've just found that with training adults, unless they're like some elite level athlete, you know, a lot of times they just have too many things to be broken to be, and it's almost a lost cause. And then all of a sudden, then they stop showing up because something, it seems to be like this third tier activity for them and, and they're just not invested in it. And I just feel like when you get kids in it early enough, you can save them. And you can build some really good habits. And that stuff was instilled in me pretty early and um, through coaches. So I'm trying to pay that forward with the kiddos, you know what I mean? So uh, I've, seen it, I've seen it firsthand, you know. And, and the thing that the kids are most curious about, Jeremy, in my opinion, it's their parents in the beginning. Yeah, I right? agree. So if you're always shoving them in a corner, tell them to do nothing, uh, you know, get on the iPad and be quiet while I do work over here, then you're you're teaching them to be sedentary, you know, you being sedentary. Why? While I do stuff that's important, you know what I mean? And that picks up on them. Right. And all of a sudden then they push the other way. So, um, oh, man, get that home gym set up and let them be involved in it. You know, figure out a way, you know, the other thing that we'll do to keep them safe is I have black matting, you know, I got some horse stall mats cause I'm always dropping stuff and don't want to, you know, ruin the concrete or, or even my barbells, right. Right. Drop it right on there. You don't want to bust them up. But, you know, there's sometimes where if I'm doing a heavy snatch workout, the kids know you're not allowed on the black mats while daddy's training. You know what I mean? So there's parameters oh, yeah. set up. They get it. They they see the boundaries, and there's things to be safe with it. But, um, 
man, you get me going on this kids and training stuff. Um, I know, man. Well, you and I both, you know, <laughs> and that was topic. part how we kind of met too. I was coaching basketball when yeah, you were right. the PE teacher and I asked, Hey Joe, why don't you, can you come out and you run a little bit? Well, you're the athletic director too. So, and do a little bit of warm up with them and everything. And then just the way you interacted with kids, but you know, and, and kids are great. Some people that, you know, as you get older, you kind of get less tolerance and, um, but, but kids are awesome and they're our future and they're, they're our future of our hunting. So it all, you know, it's not only in the home gym, it's when you're out shooting, it's when you're out enjoying the outdoors, you take them on backpacking trips and do a two day trip or even a one day trip where you pack in, hit a river and do some, or the lake and do some fishing. But, um, you got me wanting to go, you know, today's, today could be my first day back to work after all the snow we've had. And, um, um, I'd rather, I'd rather be yeah what you just said let's go find a stream let's do that instead let's work that out you know what i mean but um absolutely but, uh, well up upward and onward um i think this was a cool i think this was a cool a cool show to get folks uh motivated to start an at-home setup um and i'll tell you i, I did mention something if, if you do have if you any questions on that let us know you have to find a way to, to reach out um find a way to reach out and ask questions i think the simplest way um would be uh if, if you were interested shoot me an email personally joe at joe's barbell and then we can we can provide and give you some advice in that regard uh, jeremy i don't know if we've given contact information do we want people contacting us yeah i think so i okay. mean you got it that's how we get some good feedback <laughs> see if we're on the right track and um, we'll, have to, we'll have to sort that out the i guess the other way you could reach out is i'm pretty active on instagram at least once a day throwing something up there so um, at, uh, the underscore coach Joe, you can, um, you can find me there too, where, where I'm pretty responsive, but, uh, Jeremy, so do, do you have a, do you have an email you want to give out or do you want to sort that out as, as we, we figure Well, I out? say them just, they just contact you and then I'll come up with an easier email because <laughs> mine's kind of complicated, my okay. personal one. Plus I think we'll be getting one via through our podcast, you know, that's kind of specific for, that's right. we'll have for to- this, so. We'll have the standard info at Backcountry and Barbells or, in you know, Backcountry and Barbells at Gmail. We'll figure that out um, as we yeah. go. It's probably so – I told you guys at the beginning of the show we're uh, we're not thinkers as much as doers. We just started recording and talking to you before we even talked about how you were going to reach back out to us. But uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get that going. And I think on the next one, um, Jeremy, we'll start to maybe segue into um, – all right, you got you started training at your gym. Now you now you can uh, you know you're getting that fitness up to attack the woods. Now you have to sort out a plan um, for gearing up for those woods. And and in that regard, um, man, that that could be again. We go from uh, a thirty five dollar kettlebell to a twelve hundred dollar um, Alico competition barbell. Um, wait till you start looking at bows, folks. So uh, yeah, or or a fire, or you know, a rifle, or whatever method you choose, you know, because that's the first thing you have to figure. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it just mortgage it's payment for for hunting gear. Yeah. So um, we'll have a lot of fun with that topic coming up next, and you know, as as we get this thing going and 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 roll with it and interact with you guys, um, it'd be super cool if. However, you're listening to the show to to write a review, tell your buddies about it, um, find a way to interact with that with us um, that as we get as we get our um, as we get these logistics in order, man. That that'll be the big deal for us to make sure we're helping you out. So, um, in the meantime, um, you can help us out by reviewing the show and just telling your hunting buddies or your training partners what we're trying to do here. Um, and maybe you're maybe how about 
how about tell your your school's PE teacher? You know what I mean? That 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 we're here for you, and we're we're trying to get those kids up too. Maybe they can listen and pick something up as well. So, uh, Jeremy, um, any any final thoughts as we send these folks off to their? They're probably commuting. Maybe they've just got to their commute and they're about ready to go into to work for the day. Yeah, and they're sitting in their car because we've got them hanging. They're just so interested. They're like, holy smokes, these guys are cool. (laughs) All I have to say is do what you can with what you have where you are. Oh, look at you. You were listening to me at the top of that show, pulling that. That, that, That's it. That's it, brother. Um, I like it. That's a, that's a great way to send this off. Well, thanks, Jeremy. A lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad you're out of the snow, and um, uh, we'll be talking next week, brother. All right. Take Good care. show, my friend. Talk to you guys all later. Take care, gang. Fun show, guys. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed doing it. Um, real quick, before you go today, check out show sponsor PR Lifting, prlifting.com. Check out their featured equipment page for the best deals also guys send a vet.org send hyphen a hyphen vet.org click ways to donate also guys visit www.backcountryandbarbells.com you can learn about the podcast learn about the guys doing it and learn about our partners please also while you're there review the show and don't be afraid to contact us and let us know what we need to be talking about. Until the next one, guys, train, hunt, live. Thanks a bunch.